Hey, Mama. Did you also think to yourself, that's it? That's all? Am I good to go? When you were cleared for exercise again at a six-week postpartum checkup? Man, I know this can be frustrating, so we're going to talk about it today. And generally, our OBGYNs don't really necessarily conduct much of it in examination, and they'll ask whether we're feeling all right and you know, maybe have us take a survey or two on our mental health and offer or maybe make you feel pressured into birth control, and that's kind of about it, right? So with such a short appointment, we're often left wondering, is that really how it was supposed to go? With everything I've just gone through, I feel like it should have been a bit more in-depth before they just sent me on my way. I feel this pain. I feel this pain, Mama. Without checking for diastasis recti, checking on her pelvic floor, without more specific guidance, follow-on evaluations, or support after such a significant event we're still deeply healing from, we oftentimes just have this vague conversation, right, about how we're doing and the basic advice of just ease back into what you're doing before or okay you're good to go just listen to your body that can feel like it falls very short and i know i personally hoped for much more than a five minute automatic okay you're all good but the visit didn't leave room for more really and it was honestly really upsetting it left me feeling like there was so much more care and concern for my baby than me as the mom our babies have like 10 plus standard follow-up appointments but we as moms just have one what is what is that what's the deal there because we need care and support too. We deserve that. And postpartum care is just severely lacking, severely lacking in our country, society, medical communities. So maybe you felt the same way. Maybe you had some of these thoughts too. And if any of this sounds familiar, first, I'm really sorry that you experienced this too and were left to figure so much out on your own because it really shouldn't be that way again. But this is why I'm here. This is why we do what we do as pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coaches. We're here to bridge that gap and to kind of come into that space where you may not have gotten the guidance that you really needed. And so I want to make sure you know about two different resources that I have for you. One is my free postpartum return to fitness guide. As a reference, it has so much of what I wish I would have known. It helps you know exactly where and how to start, how to safely progress instead of feeling overwhelmed around what to do when you're cleared to start, you know, getting back to exercise. It helps you filter out all of the outdated information on postpartum fitness out there. And then secondly, I want you to know about my postpartum program, especially if you are in the military and you're trying to get back to all the things you got to do on certain timelines and you take a lot of pride in your fitness. You want to get back to strength training. You want to get back to running. You want to get back to maybe even rucking. You want to do all of that safely in a sustainable way where you can really build back that fitness quickly, but also make sure that you're prioritizing your long-term performance. And I got you. My postpartum program, Strong and Resilient, is a step-by-step plan, a roadmap to get you from point A to point B. It will help you feel really confident in your body again, feel much stronger, make sure that you have a much stronger core and pelvic floor that's healed postpartum so that when you get back to everything that you want to do, you're not dealing with those long-term complications like I dealt with, like so many women deal with because you just don't know any better and you push too much too soon. So I'm gonna help you know exactly how hard to push, exactly when it's time to do that for you, and help you to reintegrate back into strength training, reintegrate back into running, and even rucking if that's something that you need to do for the fitness uh, test demands or for just because of your professional demands. I want you to feel confident as you get back to the gym, as you get back to your unit PT, as you get back to your CrossFit community or to your classes that you love to do at the gym. Whatever kind of fitness it is that you want to get back to, maybe it's just going out for runs and you want to do that without leaking pee every time that you run or being able to run around and jump on a trampoline with your kids without leaking. Whatever your goals are, it's going to help you bridge that gap. I want to make sure that you know about it 
and that you know that that resource exists for you. It's a fully self-paced program. I give you 18 weeks of guidance. It begins first thing when you give birth, so you know exactly where to start with your initial core and pelvic floor rehab to start rebuilding that strength again and things you should be mindful of to support your early healing process in those first few weeks. I help you give you an on-ramp to that six-week clearance and an on-ramp to exercise. I give you exactly what the best exercises are to heal your diastasis, to feel stronger again in your full body, to see those body composition changes you want to see, where you're able to focus on losing your baby weight in a healthy, sustainable way, while making sure that you're treating your body kindly too, because body image can be a really big struggle postpartum. Okay, so wanted to give that quick overview, but let's talk about this six-week clearance. Let's talk about how to look at this appointment, what to expect, what it actually means, what to do if we feel like it was extremely inadequate, like I definitely felt. We're going to go through what I wish I knew and what you are going to want to know as well. The three biggest mistakes I see moms making after this six-week appointment and how to avoid them. I really wish somebody pulled me aside and gave me this tough love. I wish I knew these things. I wish I had been told these things and been given this specific guidance. It would have saved me a lot of trouble and I want it to save you the long way around too. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the Army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home to the best of my ability, and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're gonna find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So what does this postpartum medical clearance actually mean? The majority of us are left hanging without much guidance for weeks zero to six, right? Until we get to this point before we're cleared by our doctor. So we wait what feels like forever to get to this six week point and receive this all clear to exercise. And then this green light quote unquote, comes with little to no specifics on what our return to exercise should look like and why, because frankly, it's just outside of the OBGYN scope. This is why it should be a sort of handoff to the next professional to help us, but unfortunately, that's just not the norm. So are we good to go right back to whatever we were doing before right away? Not quite. Unfortunately, nothing magical happens at six weeks postpartum. It's not just this light switch that flips on and in our bodies, which all of a sudden makes it safe and healthy to get back to everything we were doing before pre-pregnancy or even what we were doing at the end of our pregnancy. We must build up to it. As pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coaches, we're often this first line of defense after the medical clearance. And our role is to bridge that gap for you returning to strength and fitness and all the things you desire to do. So we need that practical guidance on how to rebuild a strong foundation of fitness, starting with the initial core and pelvic floor rehab. 
then how we reintegrate different types of exercise, how we progress incrementally from there. Because six weeks is far too early to return to high impact, high intensity, high load, like high weight workouts or pre-pregnancy exercise. But it's also at the same time too late to recommend beginning the rehab process. So it's too late for the rehab to just begin then because we need to start the rehab earlier than the six-week mark for a core and pelvic floor. And then it's also too early to start too much. And so we have to find that good middle ground, and that's what I'm here to help you do. This rehab process for your gentle restorative rehab for core and pelvic floor, that should ideally begin shortly after giving birth to rebuild your foundation and also help you through the daily life demands of lifting your baby, lifting that car seat and carrying it around, maybe picking up your really heavy toddler, like all those kinds of things that you just have to do, squatting down to the toilet, squatting down to the sofa, squatting down to a chair and standing back up. Like these are things we do in daily life and they're movements that you can replicate in exercise, right? Even just body weight. And our body went through nine plus months of rapid change in the physiological feat of childbirth. Our body's in a vulnerable state of both healing externally as well as internally, a lot going on beneath the surface that we cannot see visibly. But daily living demands, even in those first six weeks before we get cleared, it requires a baseline level of strength, of function, of movement. Like I just said, there's so many things that we have to do. Therefore, we have to rehab. During that time, we have to, it's critical to taking care of our bodies and to feeling, knowing how to support our, our healing through the things that we have to do in daily life, just as much as the things we want to get back to when we actually get back to exercise when we're like itching and dying to get back out there, right? So here's the three biggest mistakes I see moms making after this appointment. One, we misinterpret the vague guidance of that medical clearance as a full green light for all athletic demands. Basically, we misinterpret that to mean I'm good to go for everything and anything I was doing before. I'm good to go for, you know, running a few miles or maybe even a half marathon. I'm good to go in getting back to my CrossFit classes, doing a CrossFit competition. I'm good to go in taking a PT test. Okay, so I definitely interpreted it this way. I'm not, no shame, not gonna lie. I was definitely, definitely in that boat. The first time around and in fact i took a pt test at just six weeks postpartum to validate that i could go attend my military training course that i wasn't allowed to do because i was pregnant and that policy has since changed but i was trying to get my family back together we were apart that entire time simply because this discriminatory policy that didn't allow me to go while i was pregnant so anyways I get it. I completely get it. And I felt good. I felt good to go. I felt like I was healing well. I had a, I was lucky to have a pretty smooth birth process. And I was like, I'm an athlete. You know, I can push myself. I have a strong baseline of fitness. I maintained a pretty good baseline of fitness through pregnancy. I can do this. And yeah, I could, I did, but I barely, barely passed. And I leaked. I completely peed myself during the run. And jumping back into everything right away, too much too soon, was too much for my body because I ended up dealing with long-term urinary incontinence, leaking with running for almost two years before I finally got the help I needed and started to learn what I wish I knew the whole time, which is exactly what I'm teaching you. So instead of looking at that clearance as a full green light for everything and anything, we have to instead recognize the distinction because this medic, I want you to look at this as like this medical clearance is not the same as a full athletic clearance. It's just a starting point. 
So recognize that distinction for yourself. And what it means is that now you get to progressively overload. So some episodes to listen to for tons of tips on this is number 66. That's a really good one that I go through exactly what progressive overload is and how it is the key to seeing the results you want to see and getting back to fitness postpartum or busting through whatever those plateaus are if you're not seeing the results you want to see. Then number 30 and 31, these are my biggest secrets to speeding up your postpartum recovery. And episodes three and four is my postpartum recovery timeline, where to begin early postpartum. It guides you through exactly what you can expect and what you should do when, when, so that you can optimize your recovery and fitness after baby. So please listen to those if you haven't yet. And I just wanted to point you in those directions. Okay. The second mistake, biggest mistake I see moms make after this initial clearance appointment is that there's no, you don't do any further core and pelvic floor rehab. The truth of the matter is, like we talked about before, no one is exempt from the need to heal, to rehab. I know it's not fun. Your brain, your body craves more. It's like, this is super boring. I don't want to do this. you know. And for those of us who have been athletes all our life, we're, we have a pretty strong baseline of fitness. We're able to work out all the way up until our due date, and we take a lot of pride in that, right? The reality is none of us are exempt from the need to heal. And the need to heal is especially the case for our core and pelvic floor. We have to honor that during this time. We have to recognize this is a time that we have to adjust our training to accommodate for our long-term core and pelvic health and all the ways that it is still healing. It's everything from muscles to soft tissues to if you had a C-section or if you had pelvic floor tearing, vaginal tearing of any degree. It needs to heal and it takes extra time. And it's important to recognize that the nine months of change did a number on our core Everything from diastasis recti, the abdominal separation that occurs on our linea alba as those tissues, our soft tissues are stretched to our pelvic floor and bearing the, the weight and demand of that constant load on our pelvic floor. That was a lot on our body and we have to give it time to heal if we really want to get back to performance without symptoms. So you're not exempt even if you feel good to go. I'm sorry to say, I'm giving you tough love here. Even if you've had a smooth recovery so far, and I found myself doing this for sure. I found myself jumping back into everything immediately. Like I said, throwing myself into my PT test, throwing myself into running with my unit, pushing through all my symptoms because I just didn't know any better. I did not know. I was like, wow, this sucks. But I thought it was just the cost of having a baby. And like so many mothers go through it. I was like, well, this is just normal. I just got to push through it. I got to suck it up. And I want to tell you that's not true. <laughs> and so I felt the effects of that right on in long-term effects and complications i experienced because of this i don't want you to have to take that long route too that i ultimately ended up taking to truly heal but this at the end of the day is what led me to become a coach and it you know i'm thankful for that because i wouldn't be here today giving this information to you if it wasn't for everything that i went through so i know god worked so much good through it but man it's tough and i want i don't want you to have to take that long road right if we've you know really try to shift our mindset from that impatience to remembering intention now can give us that permission and ability to have the intensity later intention now for intensity later that is just what's going to help us through it because we'll never regret that intentional progressive and patient recovery but so many of us are going to regret returning too fast because of you know all those pressures that we're feeling which are normal and i want to validate that but i don't want you to experience injuries or dysfunctions or exacerbate the symptoms that you have or never fully heal because that's avoidable it's avoidable 
if you approach this in the right way, and that's what I'm here to help you do. We put so much pressure on ourselves to return to our normal levels of fitness or meet you know, certain performance goals or, or body composition goals and standards really quickly, especially for those of us who are in the military and other tactical professions or really competitive environments. We're used to that. A lot rests on our ability to do those things. Our identity rests in it, right? Most of us don't need someone to tell us to push harder because we push ourselves so hard to begin with. But what we do need is a coach or a professional or a set of professionals on our team, on our support system who can encourage and guide us to actually slow down, <laughs> to take our recovery process seriously and to motivate us to kind of embrace the challenge of that and the discomfort of that and to give ourselves grace, through it, give our body grace through it because it went through a lot and to do that in a safe, healthy, responsible way to get back to all the things we want to do. So it's 100% okay and normal to be frustrated with this, to feel you know, a little bit overwhelmed by how far you have to go to where you want to be and to feel a little bit stressed by it while also feeling grateful for it all because it gave you this beautiful baby, even if it means you have to start from ground zero almost, right? Postpartum, it's very humbling. So give yourself permission to feel and process all of those things and all of the kind of conflicting, contradictory emotions of it. I, I want you to know like you can hold space for all those things. But the third biggest mistake that I see is pushing through symptoms without further support. Because most of us don't have access to or awareness of this, spe this specialized guidance that I'm giving you today, or coaching even, through postpartum. So most of us are looking to everyone we know for guidance. We're looking to Google, we're looking to Facebook groups, we're looking at fit influencers online, we're, but we're not looking to true, actual certified professionals. Because you need someone who's actually qualified and educated in this. Just because someone's a fit influencer or a friend who personally bounced back, got their body back really quickly postpartum, doesn't make them qualified to teach other people. I'm sorry to say, but it's true. And it's often doing more harm than good, unfortunately, in this space. And so you need someone who's trained and educated in core and pelvic floor in exactly how to support others through this. And the best evidence-based approaches for that, updated on the latest research in the field, you deserve that best quality guidance. And that's what I'm here to give you. And that's what I think is really, really helpful in having a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach on your team or taking a program, doing a plan, that's offered by a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach or working with a pelvic floor physical therapist or a occupational therapist who specializes in pelvic health. There's a lot of ways that we can receive this kind of support, but it's just really critical because any other major in physical injury of this magnitude would automatically come with a referral to physical therapy or other specialists and a step-by-step -step rehab protocol to help us return to all the things we want to do in, in life and in fitness, right? But we're just left hanging when we give birth. And that's what is so disappointing about this you know, six week appointment usually, you know, it's, it's rare if we receive any more than this. It's rare if our OBGYN or midwife or whatever, whoever that team is, is actually able to give you more guidance. You're, you're one of the lucky ones if you received better guidance or if you received a handoff to a professional, that's amazing. Our body's gone through so much and it's equivalent in many ways musculoskeletally and in the tissue healing that's occurring to major injuries like an ACL surgery or shoulder reconstructions. And I've been through three knee surgeries, two times tearing my ACL fully in college as a volleyball player. Not fun. But during that initial checkup, it ideally should be, like I said, this passing of the torch off to the next professional who can support us given that their scope of expertise is kind of at its limit. And now you get into the next professional who can walk you through this next phase of healing and recovery. Unfortunately, it's not just automatic though. So what that means is the onus is on us to seek it out as moms 
And it sucks. It stinks that that's the case because that burden really shouldn't be falling on us. That's why it's so important to advocate for a greater postpartum standard of care. And we're doing that as much as we can in the military community. We're trying to expand access to pelvic health professionals and, and all of these things, but we're still fighting an uphill battle. So you got to take that initiative and build that support system for yourself. It will go a long way in helping you to have a smoother recovery at the end of the day. So the biggest thing that I want you to know and walk away with, with this is the signs and symptoms to look for. So things to be mindful of postpartum when it comes to listening to your body, this is exactly how you listen to your body that nobody really tells you. And this is when you need to adjust your exercise. This is how you know if you're not experiencing these things, you know your body's handling that exercise or that demand well. And this is, if you're experiencing these things, it's it's something that you want to either scale back a little bit in, you want to progress up to that demand more, or you want to maybe see a pelvic floor physical therapist for, depending on the severity. And all of these things are definitely threshold enough to go see a pelvic floor physical therapist. I just want to reinforce to you. So first one, leaking of pee, gas, poop, or urgency that's difficult to defer in any form. It could be any form of incontinence at any time or with any demand. Like it could even be sneezing, coughing, jumping, running, rucking, lifting. If you're leaking with any of those activities, that's a sign that you want to pay attention to, listen to, and a sign that you need to adjust your exercise and a sign that you would really benefit working from a pelvic floor physical therapist. Second one is pain, pressure, heaviness, or bulging in the pelvic area. If you feel any of those things, or if you feel have this feeling of like the pelvic organ is slipping down or like almost like a tampon is falling out, pay attention to that. It could be a sign potentially of pelvic organ prolapse. Diastasis recti. This is the gap between your rectus abdominals along with a lack of integrity, tension, or strength and function along the linea alba, that vertical midline of your abdomen. If you were to have a six or eight back, it's like the midline of that. The next one, number four, is uncontrolled coning or doming along that vertical midline of your abdomen. So when your tissues are at a full stretch, when you're doing like a crunch movement or a plank or a push-up, or you're doing pull-ups, if your core is doing that, making that kind of bulging right along the vertical midline, you know you're not, your core is not ready to handle that demand because those are very, very high demand movements. And so we don't want to exacerbate our diastasis. We want to make sure we're able to control the intra-abdominal pressure well. And so make adjustments there. Maybe it's breathing. Maybe it's your body position. Maybe it's doing an assisted pull-up instead of a regular pull-up. Maybe it's increasing the incline of your push-ups until your core is a little bit stronger. So those are some things that you can think about there. The next one is pain in your low back, hips, groin, or tailbone. These are really big signs that you would benefit working from a pelvic floor physical therapist. So many moms, we experience that low back pain. And so much of that can actually be tied to our pelvic floor and our core, believe it or not. So you will know this if you start to work with a pelvic floor physical therapist, because they'll do these assessments with you and see how things are interrelating. And oftentimes low back pain is a sign that our core is weak. All right. Next is lower limb or any other musculoskeletal pain. Do not push through all of this. Lower limb, lower body injuries are really high propensity during postpartum. So there's a lot of research out there that shows a lot of women experience lower body injuries, even if it's like stress injuries and stuff like that. And a lot of it is because we haven't built up the rest of the full body strength to support our body through it postpartum. Remember how much your body changed through pregnancy, even in your posture and your gait and your, so if you continued running at any point in time, you're probably like waddling at some point <laughs> or even walking, you might have been waddling, right? But there's so much that changed even width of your hip bones and like so much, so much has changed. So it's important to recognize that 
your body has to compensate for those changes in some ways and your lower body sometimes bears the brunt of it when we return to running and so that's something you don't want to push through you just want to get like a well-rounded assessment to address those things if you feel pain tenderness or low mobility at your incision site of your c-section or your scar or if you had pelvic floor tearing of any degree and that's causing pain still these are things to really pay attention to we want to make sure that we are able to really adequately heal the layers of scar tissue especially with the c-section and give our soft tissues enough time to heal and we should not be experiencing pain when we're getting back to exercise so you don't have to push through that that's not normal it doesn't have to be your normal it's common but it doesn't have to be your normal and so please 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 work with a pelvic floor physical therapist they will help you with that they'll help you to reconnect with your core and to build that core strength because you had layers and layers and layers that were cut through for a c-section and that means that there's even more kind of work that needs to be done to reconnect with your your brain to core muscle connection and to integrate that with your daily life movements and integrate that with exercise in a way that's really going to support your body through it and then the last one is pain or discomfort with sexual activity or increase of any other symptoms with this so i know i for a long time was dealing with pain during intimacy and i was pushing through that thinking that that's normal and that's common and i just have to deal with it for the rest of my life no you don't have to we're going to talk about this but you do not have to just push through this my friend so again all these things public floor physical therapist or a occupational therapist who specializes in pelvic health can help you with and these are the things like nobody teaches us that we need to know so you deserve more that is what i want you to know you know if you're at this point in time or you're preparing for your six-week appointment or maybe you are after your six-week appointment and you never got taught any of these things this is what you should really know and this is why i've worked so hard to build resources like my free postpartum fitness guide that you can download and my postpartum training program because it gives you that roadmap to walk you step by step through exactly how to rebuild your fitness postpartum bridges all these gaps so you can get back to all the things you want to do and feel confident in your body again after baby and not have to deal with the complications of all these symptoms because you just didn't know how to approach your recovery process in the right way so that is why i do what i do and that's also why i advocate for a greater postpartum standard of care in the military because we shouldn't have to fight this hard to be seen to be heard to be given more comprehensive support through these important chapters that's why we need specialized care. That's why we need to work with other professionals, whether it's pelvic health related, whether it's return to fitness, whether it's complications in those things, whether it's mental health struggles, lactation challenges, any of these things. So please seek out that support team that you need to help you through whatever you're going through. So I'm proud of you for being here. I just want to honor you for that and trusting me to guide you in this and being part of this community. And I urge you to take the next steps to build that support system for yourself. Sometimes for those of us who are really driven and naturally very high achievers, high performers, it takes a ton of, you know, if we take a ton of pride in our fitness, we're always used to pushing ourselves. The best thing we can receive is permission to actually slow down, like I said, from a coach and to take our time and every ounce of who we are and that pressure we feel externally in addition to those pressures expectations of ourselves it wants to rush us to get back so permission can be a beautiful gift a coach or other professionals in your support network can really give you when it's hard to give yourself that grace and help you to keep it in perspective and understand that everything your body went through and is going through that's beneath the surface it's just not as visible to the eye as much postpartum as it was during pregnancy our body's still rapidly changing postpartum whether or not we see it so a professional can really help understand your goals and to help you build a strategy together to get where you want to go the fastest, the easiest, the smoothest way, and also to overcome whatever roadblocks that you face along the way, wherever you end up getting stuck, because we don't have to deal with that alone either. So advocate for what you need, whether it's a pelvic floor physical therapy referral, know that you are your best advocate. 
you can book a one-on-one coaching call with me so we can walk, you can walk away really confident in your training strategy and the next steps to get you to, towards your goals wherever you are right now. Invest in my postpartum program so you have a proven plan to follow that guides you every single day and what to do to restore your core and pelvic floor strength and get back to all the things that you want to do and need to do again, whether it's lifting heavy again, running, training for the fitness test, rucking, jumping, CrossFit, whatever it may be. You and your long-term health and well-being, you are worth it and your peace of mind is worth it. And when you're healthy and whole and you're not dealing with all these dang complications that not only impact your fitness, but also the rest of your quality of life, you're going to feel that much better able to pour into your family and be the mother you want to be and be the mother you can be and be the leader that you want to be and to get after those fitness goals that you want to pursue through motherhood. And you can get there. You can regain that confidence in your fitness and your body again. You can come back even stronger postpartum as an athlete, it's possible for you. And it especially is possible when you're working with a coach and a support system around you. So build that for yourself. Okay. So I would love to hear if this impacted you, please share this with somebody who needs it too. Oh my gosh. We need to understand what to expect from this appointment and where the gaps are so that we don't have to navigate all of this alone. So please, if you know a pregnant mama, if you know a postpartum mama, it doesn't matter how far postpartum they are. If you know a friend who you feel like would really benefit from this too and get some value from it, then please share it with them. I wish I had other people looking out for me in this way, but you know, sometimes I got to learn the hard way. And that's a part of our story that God wants us to walk through so that we can, we can kind of turn back around and help somebody else who's in that valley too. So I am lifting you up and I'm here for you. If I can support you in any way and please don't hesitate to reach out. Okay. I will talk to you again soon. And I look forward to seeing you next time.